There were lots of questions on the SMS line this morning, all basically asking the same thing, so I won't repeat them. Uh, why did Jesus listen to the demons? Why did they let them go into the pigs? And uh, what's the abyss? Uh, and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's natural to have lots of questions when we come to a passage like this. Unfortunately, there's a not a lot of what we're told in answer to those questions here in Scripture, and I'm not one who thinks it's wise to kind of head off into speculation. Uh, however, I always then look for what we can know with assurance from what we hear in God's Word. So it's verse 31 that people are referring to in Luke uh, chapter 8, or verse 30, Jesus asked them, what is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him, and they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss, and then the familiar uh, pig story. So I guess what we can say of that is this uh, abyss is a, whatever it might be, is a spiritual reality which the demons know and they are dead scared of. And they plead with Jesus uh, not to be sent there. Uh, so Jesus, it's a clear acknowledgement from them of Jesus' authority. And uh, the first thing it casts my mind to of other things we know about uh, what demons fear in Scripture, it comes from a place like Revelation 20, where we're told that uh, future time, the devil will be completely overthrown and, and uh, cast into, uh, well, I should have picked it out, but I won't fumble around for it now, the, uh, the eternal fire uh, there, that the devil and, and all his forces will be once and for all finally defeated. But uh, for a reason... Uh, which is a sermon in itself and, and we can only pick at little bits of Scripture. For some reason, uh, these uh, forces are allowed uh, to coexist. Uh, and I take it that Jesus, having all authority and knowledge, did that for a reason. Uh, the, it is a great display of His power that was very visible and tangible to the people of those times, it's very visible and tangible to us as we read it. And there's an interplay that we keep seeing through Scripture that even the greatest schemes of evil continually meet their match and often find themselves fulfilling God's great purpose. So you need look no further than the cross, which you would have to say uh, was the greatest marshalling of forces of evil against God's chosen one uh, at the time. Yet, at, at the same time, we can declare that in doing so, God's great plan of salvation was fulfilled and that Jesus was always planned that He was meant to come and die in those circumstances on the cross for our sins. So what I do take away from this is that we have no need uh, to fear the forces of evil in our world, that Jesus has complete authority over them and even uh, unwittingly uh, we see uh, evil actually doing uh, God's bidding. And I would testify that in my own life, uh, to be honest, my experience as a 16-year-old was something that very much convinced me that there was more going on uh, in the world and uh, having confronted evil, I uh, considered then, of course, that there uh, could be a God uh, who was good and it was, uh, again, what I take was meant as a, a great attack against me actually forms part of my testimony and me giving my life to Jesus some five years uh, later than that. So I think that's about as much as I'm comfortable saying on that. I hope it's helpful. Happy to continue afterwards. Thanks, myself.